0: Welcome back to another episode of Keybinds, the official podcast of Trample Gaming. I am joined by Pinch. What's going on, man?
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: It is going, and we are going to have some pretty interesting segments we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be covering Rivals of Aether, the Definitive Edition, which was just recently released, with Domo and Kang. What else we got, Pinch?
1: Also on our Tricera Squats and Bravo to talk Act 3 Valorant content. I'm excited to hear their thoughts on all the new stuff that dropped.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right, well, let's go ahead. We'll get right into it. Joining us now, we've got Kang and we've got Domo. We're going to be talking about Rivals of Aether, the Definitive Edition, recently coming out, kind of what the experience has been so far, and you know maybe what's in store for the future. So welcome in, guys. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir.
2: No worries. It's my pleasure.
0: Awesome, awesome. So let's just start off with what is what has the response been like with the release of Definitive Edition? Because I, I've played it, I've loved it, I've played it on Switch. Obviously, it's been really nice to have on the Switch, certainly for the local tournaments. But you know, what has both of your perspectives been so far?
2: So starting off, it definitely depends on what console you're looking at. Um, both the Definitive Editions are really well made. Switch struggles a bit with the connection, but the devs worked super hard for the first like two weeks or so of during the release time just to fix all the bugs. I think at one point like maple seed would just crash the game. But PC has been doing really well overall. We you know we didn't have any problems at the start, but generally the connection's been agreed upon as like if both people are wired, it's really nice. So the connection that's already stable got even better or even faster. But at times, if one person's on Wi-Fi, it can definitely get jittery. People are loving the milestone system, which is free and are just having a fun time overall. Abyss got a slight overhaul, and having all the little rewards and reskins are just really exciting to play with.
3: Awesome. I'd, I'd say it brought out new and old players, too. So, like, mm-hmm. rank, ranked beforehand seemed kind of like a breeze to just get to gold and unlock your skins, because that's basically what I did beforehand. But now, now ranked is actually a, uh, a challenge, and there's a lot of new and old people who are just learning and progressing at the game pretty quickly. So it, it makes, I wouldn't say online more of a challenge, but it, it helps the people that are trying to learn and grasp the game better so that you can progress yourself.
2: It's actually a really good point you brought up. Um, I've been playing ranks for basically since the rework to it, and I didn't really notice until just now about the quality of the matches per se. Because previously I would look at it as casual mode is just trying out new things and you know, you're not trying to lose, but there's no intention or no, no priority to win. Whereas ranked was just kind of like, hey, we're gonna play for serious, but it's like serious casual queue. Whereas now with ranked, it's actually really hard. Getting to gold suddenly means I'm playing against other people who are gold, and that means <laughs> that if we're getting top 50 players, we're getting people who are multiple notches above, above me because they're either plat or diamond, and you run into them based upon how long you're in queue. And so it's it's interesting how they made it basically where if you're underneath gold, you don't you can't lose stars, but being able to play against other people's secondaries or you know or randoms and stuff just because the character is bronze or silver doesn't necessarily mean the player is. And learning that the hard way can be very demotivating. But I used to attribute like League of Legends where I would stream and be like, all right, today's like the ranked, you know, ranked climb. We're going to work on getting our goals. And now we kind of have that system of arrivals where, you know, before definitive, ranked was kind of almost completely ignored in the sense that people with masters in ranked it it was expected like there was no difficulty but i don't know of anyone personally that has masters already i think the closest i seen was my friend courier who has like diamond 2. he's even better than me so it's definitely a really good really successful system right
1: that's awesome is there like a battle pass type thing with definitive edition i don't know i'm brand new at rivals i've probably played a total of maybe six hours oh no I'm sorry, 11.6 hours. Thank nice. you, Steve. <laughs> moving on up, guys. That's
2: um, 11 hours well spent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's a great game. I, this is the first platform fighter that I have picked up and wanted to come back to. I have Smash. You know, I've played Melee in the past, and they're all good games. But Rivals is the first one where I'm just like, oh, okay, I want to play against somebody better so I can learn and grow. So, I guess what is a what's some good advice for a new player like myself who you know wants to learn the game?
2: So, there are two questions to that. The first one was uh, about the battle pass, and to my knowledge, um, I, know I never like played a game with the battle pass, but I think the word is basically just means that a pay to win system kind of thing. Or, what is a battle pass first? To...
3: It's uh, so- basically, you, you put your money into the game and you unlock, well, I was gonna say free things, but you put you put your money in the game, and you level up, and each level up, you, you earn a reward, so hmm. like a skin or a map change or something.
2: Okay, so to that, the actual answer is no. There is isn't no a battle pass. What actually happens is you still have the system where you can level up, get rewards, get different map textures, get different character skins. You can get emotes and privileges to use custom colors and ranked queue and stuff, where normally it's only the default. But that's all free. It's part of the milestone system, and you do have to work for it, though. So that's, that's, that is the one condition the more you play the better you get the more rewards you have so In terms of tips for new players, though, one of the best things I recommend are all three of the tutorials that are general. So there's like general beginner in the sense where it's beginner movement, beginner offense, beginner defense, and then intermediate. And then I think adept is the third one for hard. But doing those and then jumping into your character specific tutorial can really help. So, for example, each character has their own unique. The term is a gimmick, but I associate gimmick with like bad things. But they're just kind of like unique playstyle quirks. Zetterburn, who's like the most typical lion and kind of draws a lot of parallels to ultimate wolf and melee fox um his whole concept is that he can light people on fire with certain moves and then if he uses a strong attack or a smash attack on a person that's lit on fire it consumes the fire doubles the knockback and deals like eight percent extra damage and learning about that in the tutorial like makes your game plan a lot more cohesive as well as learning that oh wow that actually is a thing instead of just wondering why you died early for no reason (laughs) the tutorials are really well done and you get to learn from a little circle AI called Orby, who gives you very passive-aggressive, but helpful advice. (laughs) (laughs) And then one of the the rewards from the milestone system is you get get the training mode stage with Orby, and if you taunt at the moment where someone died, Orby will actually make a little chat text appear on the screen and be like, hey, you would've survived if you did the the DI tutorial. So it can be (laughs) be, 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 be the
3: lowest below you can swing at somebody. It really is. (laughs) That's (laughs) fantastic.
2: Other than doing tutorials, really just taking time to focus on the movement. One of the things that I recently relearned was with the release of like Slippy for melee. I you know tried going back into it. I noticed immediately how harder it was to move, and also how to me it was less responsive because I couldn't input fast enough, and I couldn't. I didn't know the timings for the different dashes and everything. It was really just challenging and, and a little bit frustrating. With arrivals, movement is very intentional. The question becomes, what should I do rather than what can I do? It isn't an execution barrier. It turns into decision-making. And being able to play around just on your own or against computers, whatever, and learning your own comfortable movement options, learning how to use platforms, implementing wave dashing or dash dancing, because all you know there is no just cookie-cut way of like, only wave dash or only run you can truly express yourself through your movement being able to kind of iron that out first is probably the most important because after you work on your movement you can just entirely win from having a punish game you just move around the other person tries to catch you they overextend and then you just punish them from that and eventually you'll win a lot of times players at the start will focus too much on doing strings or combos and despite knowing what to do to execute somebody they won't be able to perform it because they can't evade a move quick enough or they can't recover rapidly so movement's definitely number one and then just understanding there's a lot of new things in the game that are tricky so they can be di traps they can be just oh i didn't know that lily can recover this way or i didn't know that zetterburn has you know he can cancel his down special in the air and flip over instead of like spiking the ground So it's just there's a lot of there's a fun learning curve, but there is a learning curve, and I kind of compare that to like ultimate or melee, where you're learning, but it's like oh I didn't know Richard suddenly just zones me out, or I didn't know that Paulina just kills me. (laughs) That learning curve there can be like overwhelming, where it's just you don't know how to comprehend it. But in rivals, it's really just oh okay, now I've learned that if I di in against a certain move, then it just leads it just you know completely locks me up. So I have to do this a certain way, and you kind of immediately learn that like a cause and effect, whereas going through other games you're losing for constant hours to the same concepts and what makes that really helpful is the review system in the game you have built-in replays that you can watch you can turn on hitboxes you can manipulate the speed you can just even turn on the di lines to see where you know were you diing what inputs were you pressing and just the whole process of learning the game is just so incredible it's very smooth it's very fast and it's very educational
0: yeah, I I I can tell you from my experience of playing rivals, really starting to play over the summer. The, the biggest thing for me coming from Ultimate was movement in DI, just because it is different, it is more expressive. It's one of those things that I kind of struggled, I would say, to figure out when I was, you know, making kind of the transition to learning rivals. Uh, but you know, I've had some really good kind of help throughout my time and my process and, and learning rivals, obviously from from domo and and i definitely want to shout out the code kang tournaments and code kang discord go check them out if you're a new player learning how to play rivals you have got to join the discord because there are a ton of resources and i mean it's just insane different matchup details so many different cool things that uh, that you can figure out so Kang, go ahead and shout out your your discord then uh, you know let's try to get some people in there certainly some new rivals players
2: yeah, I highly recommend both. Just as a as a shameless plug, but like genuinely, I I do mean this. If you go to the Twitter and just type in like at Code Kang, you'll get the Discord link. That one and then the rivals or either Academy Discord are both really pivotal for learning the game. The Academy one is the official like education hub for the game. They also have just like an official general Discord for the for Roa. But uh, if you specifically want to learn frame data, you want to talk to mentors. You want to talk to people who are like top fifty players for the characters academy is the place to be and if you're just starting out and you want to work on where do you even begin how do you find people around your specific skill level just how do you have friendly conversation and talk and hang out cocaine specializes in that we have a tournament system that is entirely unique within our like the overarching community
0: that's awesome that's awesome and domo obviously you've played in those tournaments and you've kind of worked your way up but uh, which has been really fun to watch so I, I definitely i have a i have a deal with pinch that we're both going to play in our our in a Code Kang tournament, when we are both ready, we're both going to join oh, at the same time. Ready.
3: you guys are one hundred percent both ready. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you're ever going to learn without throwing yourself into the fire. Good point. Good point mm-hmm. too, Chef.
1: Yeah, we are also are going to be doing our annual holiday one v one, and I think this year it's going to be rivals.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So, Good choice.
1: ear to the ground on that because <laughs> I need to win one. Like it's been, <laughs> we've we've been doing these for three years now and i have just pooped the bed every game that we've played so (laughs) i'm gonna need both of your guys' help to help me beat bishop this year (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's awesome well we'll have to see i don't know uh you might beat me this year you've been pretty good practicing recently so been fun like actually playing with you you know and even though you're west coast i have to admit playing online through steam like the connection seems to be awesome we don't have any problems i've never had any issues and it's just been cool to see the player base grow as well i think because of you know some of the online connectivity things that have been you know improved upon and and i know that they uh recently this was you know right after definitive edition came out they had the most players they'd ever had on the player base so that was really exciting to see i was I was just so pleasantly surprised to see that, that so many more people are trying it. So I guess to kind of wrap it up, what do you think is going to be coming in the future? Like uh, any sort of sneak peeks that you can think <laughs> of or even just, uh, you know, what you think might be coming down the road? Well, I know for Rivals specifically
2: that I think they're pretty much done with it in terms of non-workshop related uh, material. They're constantly creating new characters. They have the entire dedicated workshop server on Discord just to have tournaments with that. That's thriving, and it's magnificent. They actually had an entire, like, Rivals Direct dedicated to workshop. I think it was, like, three hours long. Aside from that, I know that Dan is uh, diversifying into... We have Creatures of Aether, I think is the the name of it. Yeah. Um, They're working on a... RPG? Yeah, RPG. I was trying to figure out, like, what it was called, basically, but, like... I know that they're working on other games they're trying to kind of branch out Creatures right there i'm I'm pretty sure it went out of beta it's actually like now like a live app it
3: launched the same week as definitive i think definitive launched on like tuesday Mm -hmm. or something and it launched on like thursday or friday
2: there's just so many cool things that dan and his team are working on
3: awesome they they definitely tease rivals too as people are dubbing it yeah
0: they did do that
3: I think their big focus right now is uh they they've really been pushing the com- the competitive side of the scene and really really supporting like small communities and bigger communities and and their own RCS and I think it's I think it's like really boomed ever since definitive edition drop which is awesome. I I I love more players so that you get more of a variety of people to play with.
2: That's actually a really good point um because I feel like at first like listening to the question it'd be like oh like now that you know, definitive editions come out. Are they just abandoning the game? And you brought up a good point, Domo, saying how, you know, the game's were released and it's like final iteration. There's, to my knowledge, not not any more major patches coming out. But the entire team is still extremely supportive. The tournament season was released this year, and they made accommodations for all the pandemic and quarantine, you know, requirements. And they looked at the prize pools and were like, you know what? Let's help the players even more. And I think Dan, out of his pocket, just added almost like two grand to every tournament or every major they have been partnering with a lot of different state communities like uh they endorse code king they're helping out Mm -hmm. pretty much any i think they help out hawaii but any small scene or or medium scene that's just trying to make an impact and trying to grow up the all the devs are are integrated and working really well they immediately fix bugs it's just really cool to have this partnership in the sense that like the relationship between the devs of the game and then the players of the game super transparent um and it, it just feels like even though Dan and like SBS, Adolescent, all these people on the team, they're very like respected and great in their field, they always feel approachable.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely see that. And I see that in their Twitter presence as well. The way that they interact with the community is just so cool to see. I mean, they do feel very approachable. And, and that's I think that's so important when it comes to building a game and fostering that community to bring it to that next level. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I would agree I've seen that as well. And and if you're interested in Rivals, go get the Definitive Edition right now. It's on Steam. Uh, of course, it's on Nintendo Switch as well as Xbox. So you can pick that up. I believe it's $30. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, I think so.
0: 30 bucks. Knew- yeah, I think
3: $30 guess- on the Switch, so I I can guarantee that it's $30. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, if you already have Rivals, you know, you you get upgraded, I guess, to the Definitive Edition, which is nice as well. Oh yeah,
2: like that's a one of the one of the great examples to show just like how cool the community is where it's like they just straight up said, Hey, if you own a copy of Rivals and then they put it on like a fifty percent sale like four times in the past year, especially like even the week or the month leading up for the definitive edition, they're like, Hey, if you own the game, we just up you up, upgrade you straight up and like you get all the DLC. Even if you didn't have it prior, like it it's just so cool to see just how much like extra content's in the game without having to worry about like paywalls or skill gaps or like you know comparing it to like League, of Leg- like League of Legends where they have a lot of fun different characters all the really fun complex dynamic ones are like either time gated or just like severely high in currency but this is just like hey you get the game everything's unlocked from the get-go you can even use the, the, Konami, the Konami code to just also unlock it if you're like, re- like hosting a tournament um, and it's just really awesome to see how transparent the community is with their devs and vice versa
1: I, I love the fact that the konami code is what unlocks everything that's great (laughs) that's really rad um okay so last thing because i need to know and what's one thing that you want to see from rivals maybe like a change or an addition to uh and we'll start with we'll start with domo
3: oh god uh to be completely honest dude i i think the game is as close to perfect as you can you can possibly get it I don't think there's, like, all the characters are, are very, very different. People post all their matchup charts all the time, but I think majority of matchups are, like, very, very winnable depending on play styles and the, the person behind the character. Um, I wouldn't change or add a whole lot. Uh, maybe Maybe some more maps other than that just to give a little bit more variety, but even then we have a ton of different maps. So I am absolutely perfectly fine with where it is right now and playing it to its fullest extent. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> That's awesome,
2: what about you, Kang? Actually, I think Domo covers it really well. I agree that pretty much the characters are in a really well balanced state where yeah, there's some discussion around like who's top tier, who's bottom, but we're looking at like s minus to s plus range where like everyone in their own right is like completely tournament viable, completely you know cohesive and a strong character. <laughs> there's no melee Bowsers unfortunately, you know. But, um, <laughs> You can basically walk in, pick a character and just be like, I really like this. Maybe I want to switch it to a different character and you can just play it. And like, there's no, there's no fear of losing all your time invested in that sense. So there's no fear of like, I have to play a certain character to win or perform. Every character both has an, an honest, like skill base. Just they're all user friendly in that sense. But at the same time, they all have a lot of depth. Um Eliana at, you know, a one day level can still make use of her projectiles and her steam mechanic. And then you can also just look at top players and see just how far they push her utilizing her floating engine overheating concept using her just entire detonation bomb game. But going back to the question, I think the only thing I would want to change or I want to see different would maybe be either expanding how many stages you can ban, whether you're counterpicking or what you're going through the starter stages for round one in tournaments, just because as the metas de- evolved, uh, we have a little bit questionable stages where things like Tempest, Spirit Tree, Tree Top, you know, do we all like the stages no yeah we are we argue a lot over it, but um, <laughs> you know, I think one thing that I think is interesting is the devs have listened in the past where you know once stages got really out of hand, they either got fixed or patched immediately adjusted so i I have no doubt that the uh, Dan will just kind of update if the community as a whole wants wants something changed, but if I could kind of like force a hidden change through, it would probably be adding they release. I think the name is pronounced Guada, but she's like a panda bear. And she was the first Workshop character, to my knowledge, that was made and kind of marketed alongside uh, Arrivals on Workshop. But what was unique is her entire base kit and functionality is so on par to, like, the current live cast, where a lot of the developers for Workshop right now kind of, like, there is a separation where when you make a workshop character, you kind of already know and accept that you actually are at a disadvantage and you will not beat other base characters. Whereas I think there's only maybe two, uh, Malo, pre-nerf, and Guada, who like could actually contend and, and fight against the base cast. And I would love to see if she made it in because basically her whole concept is, as a panda would, she can throw her bamboo and then kind of like sling to it, kind of <laughs> like the Flash from... Uh, Naruto, basically, where you just throw your projectile and then you can kind of choose to blink to it or just kind of continue fighting. It's just such a unique concept that I wish I could play more against like the actual current cast.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. I I definitely understand that. I've definitely played some of the Workshop characters and they've been certainly interesting, uh, some occasionally very broken and hilarious, but, you know, that's (laughs) part of the beauty of, I think, you know, user-generated content for games like this. And
2: Oh yeah, even just like the stages and the fact that um, I think maybe a few months ago they made like a Workshop version of Smash Brothers Break the Targets and the community got into this whole like trend of like, what's the world record we can break? And so I think Rano was like 12 seconds or something, maybe even faster but um, the fact that Workshop exists and it can literally just be, we're going to make clones of every Smash character. We're going to make them as broken as we could possibly imagine or we're going to make them as balanced as we can. Like (laughs) Everything that we can think of as, like, what would you want to be added to the game, you can just, like, do in the PC Workshop Edition, where you can just make it and add it, and people will play it. And that's such a unique concept where, like, the game's still static and the game is still, like, not being altered, like, like, a definitive is out, right? But the creativity isn't gone, or the innovation isn't gone. You can still develop new concepts. I love this yeah. game. Please, please play it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, please go play it again if you have not purchased it. Head on over to Steam, grab it on Nintendo Switch. Of course, it's on Xbox as well. I know there's a little community on there, which is pretty cool. It's actually been there for, you know, since release, which is pretty cool. But Definitive Edition is out right now. Of course, if you are local to the MDVA region, you can come out to B's shop. We do a Yeah, what, what do we do? What
1: was that? Yeah. We we do something. We definitely do something out there.
3: At <laughs> uh yep. I I bet probably. you
1: he's still talking too.
2: Probably. My man is
1: still talking, still plugging it, and hasn't realized that he is gone. Is he on his <laughs> there he is. Was he he is on his phone, yeah. Shit, I dropped. <laughs> you sure did. Wanna try that again? All right
0: run it back well go grab yourself a copy of rivals of aether definitive edition for switch of course it's on steam and xbox as well and if you're looking to get involved a little bit of competitive side of things definitely you can come out if you're local to the mdva region come out to Bee's infinite hobbies right here in greencastle pennsylvania we do a rivals tournament every single friday along with smash ultimate and then of course Go check out Code Kang because if you're looking to play online, you're looking to grow, you're looking to get better, you're looking to get more competitive, you got to take it from, <laughs> from the guys over at Code Kang. They're awesome. Kang is amazing. Code Cracker's amazing. They're gonna get you set up and and of course play some tournaments. So again, thank you guys for joining us. Kang Domo. It's been a pleasure having you. We'll have to have you back for sure. It's gonna have to happen.
2: Thank you, it was my pleasure. <laughs> and thank you for having me. Uh, for letting me have this opportunity.
0: Of course. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later.
2: You guys are awesome. Thank you.
0: Stay easy. Take care. Mm-hmm. Joining us now on Keybinds Episode 2, we've got Tricera Squats and Bravo because we would be remiss not to speak on the new patch that just dropped for Valorant 1.10. Lots of changes, lots of things happening. We've had a chance to at least jump in this evening and play a little bit, explore the new map, Icebox. So we're just going to briefly dive in and Honestly, this is a huge patch. This is going to take us probably at least another full episode to go through and also to review uh, uh, the new agent that will be coming out very shortly as well, which is next week, which is crazy. I can't believe it's already the end of October. So anyways, let's go ahead. We'll get it kicked off. Tricera Squad, talk to us a little bit about what is new in Act 3, this new patch for Valorant.
4: So to start off, we have a new map. It is Insane. We finally got to start it, uh, start playing it today. It's called Icebox, and it is, I think, the most different map we have seen yet. Even, you know, the original three that we started with, split Bind, and Haven, and then we got Ascent, which was not too far different from the other ones. This map adds a lot of verticality to the playing field, which is definitely hard on both sides, both attacking and defending, it makes it quite difficult. But uh, on the other hand, it makes it really fun. There's a lot of corners to check, a lot of long distances that you have to, you know, peek. There's definitely no, uh, you know, slow and steady moving around the map. Lots of turning quickly and and making sure your line of vision is clear. It's a little bit confusing, at least on my end. I've only played it a couple times at this point, but it's definitely going to take me a while to get used to it and learn all the call outs and all of those sorts of things
0: yeah that makes sense i I mean, I can definitely tell you from us just playing around tonight, just messing around with customs, there are so many angles, just the amount of angles and different height that you have to be kind of constantly looking for at least that was kind of what I experienced. I mean, Bravo, what did you see kind of running around and and you got to play some matches on it as well? you know what are your thoughts so far?
5: The map itself is very. Different from everything, which I absolutely love. Um, the verticality— I can't say that word. Verticality of the map is actually a really good twist on uh, the map pool we have right now. Uh, Most of the other maps don't really mess with that, other than like Heaven and Hell uh, that we see in Ascent and Haven. Right. But. I do like how they are kind of sticking towards the three lane kind of pushes of what mini maps and CS and like other tactical shooters have been preferring to do. Right. So there's like a B side where you can go all the way through B, a mid and an A side, of course. And it's just amazing to see how the new app that lo- developers for Valorant are actually going to be proceeding in the future for if Valorant.
0: Yeah, oh no, I agree. I, one of the things I thought is so interesting is that there are on some maps when you're defending a bomb site, you need to be semi close to it or at least be able to peek it quickly. With something like Icebox now, it's it's almost totally different because you can take longer angles. You can take your time to plant and get set up. There's some really cheeky plant spots, I think, on both A and B. B kind of comes to mind that I saw this evening that we were playing in, just the way that people play around kind of the the box that's in the middle. It it's very interesting and in then seeing what sightlines they can set up from the back. So it's going to take a lot to learn. I will say I think that the learning curve for this map is arguably the steepest of all of them, uh, just because of all the different elements. But, uh, you know, Pinch, what were kind of your thoughts about playing Icebox for the first time tonight? Yeah, dude, it was a lot of fun.
1: I had so much fun. I played Killjoy on it, and she has a lot of really cool spots that she can hide her her little century the the thing that stuck out to me the most was being able to plant um there's like three different tiers that you can you can plant on like you can plant high on zipline or like mid or like on the ground so it's super crazy it'll be really interesting to play that map more and really learn it because i think i think it'll be a lot of fun
0: yeah i agree and of course as it stands right now they're actually increasing the rate at which you'll be able to play icebox when you play Uh, Unrated, which is very nice as well. Of course, we didn't have any such luck this evening, but uh, Icebox will not be hitting ranked um, quite yet because they want to make sure that, you know, now that they have it out, they want to make sure that they've got the bugs kind of worked out before they put it into a ranked environment. Uh, So I think that makes sense, uh, especially because they had to kind of delay the new agent. They want to make sure that this map is correct first and make sure everything is totally good and then okay. New agent comes out, all right, everything is, is as balanced as it can possibly be. So one thing from the patch notes that I wanted to talk about really quickly, because it's, it's kind of silly, but uh, a Reddit user actually called out the issues with vision cones. And I mean, this has happened to me before, certainly on Ascent. You feel like your teammate clearly has a line of sight on an enemy, and they don't, and you get killed because of it. I mean, I'm sure it's happened to all of us, and I think it's funny that Riot and and the Valorant developers, they they really listen to the community. Like, they even called this out in the patch notes uh, just to say, like, yes, our community on r slash Valorant and... Everybody who plays the game, we're listening to you guys. When you guys tell us about something that is just not quite right or just slightly broken or, or even something like this where the vision cones were just not right, uh, you had no idea if your teammates had actually seen it, seen an enemy, and then you die. So uh, just a lot of kind of quality of life updates as well uh, you know, with this patch. So I think that that's, that's pretty nice. Um, I know there's obviously a new battle pass uh again i don't know how much of this we're going to be able to get into but pinch just you know briefly let's talk about the battle pass
1: uh the battle pass is awesome i mean there's a a lot of really great skins guys uh and you know <laughs> you know you know what that means right like skins equals wins like we we got to get those skins to get those wins so there's there's a lot of really cool stuff the buddies all look really great the the rewards this this season or this act is just phenomenal like i'm i'm excited still 10 bucks so if you if you want to get the uh premium upgraded battle pass it's ten dollars grind it out or do what some people have done and just throw money at it because that's a thing but for the most part the the battle pass is really cool and bravo actually pointed something out a little while ago when we weren't recording which is they increased the battle pass time from 60 days to 90 days so you have a little bit more time to to kind of grind it out and get those top tier, like level 50 rewards.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing, especially for us that, you know, have to work full time and (laughs) have other responsibilities, I guess, but uh, uh, that is nice that they're, they're adding that in as well. Agreed. So I, I guess any last notes that, that kind of stand out from this patch uh, I obviously I know there's there's so much to cover and I feel like we're going to be covering this again, maybe not even just next week, but the week prior, you know, after that, just because there's so much content that's coming out, obviously, with the new math patch and then a uh, new agent coming out soon as well. So um, I'll just kind of go down the list. I guess if there's anything that, that kind of stands out, uh, what are what is your kind of takeaway?
5: um with the battle pass they also introduced a karambit knife for the first time so it's going to be kind of cool to see if they introduce like other kinds of knives like butterfly knives and stuff like that that we have seen from games like cs also the new like competitive queue in which we can only queue three tiers away instead of this uh, normal six that we're used to it's gonna yeah. be, that's gonna be really hard on i know our group because we're somewhat in the same skill level but then also very our skill is kind of dispersed in a kind of linear way so it's gonna be interesting to see if we're gonna be able to play with each other for, and for how long and things like that so, yeah. so
1: real quick i have a question on that when when you say that it's three tiers away rather than six it's three up and three down or six up and six down
5: it's three down, or three up and three down, so okay. if you're diamond three, you can only play with from plat three to, uh, what is it, immortal three, so you cannot go all the way down to gold three like you used to be able to.
0: I see, okay, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's something I think we're going to be talking about for a long time because, Bravo, you bring up a great point about the skill disparity between different folks. It, it's, it can be quite large. I mean, I'm I'm obviously, you know, not that good. I'm trying to grind, trying to get better. I think we all are. But it's funny because within our uh, circle, certainly within Trample Gaming and, and in Stomping Grounds Discord, you know, we have such a range of people who are just different levels. And, yeah, we'll have to see who is not able to kind of join us for for ranked games anymore that's going to be that's going to be really (laughs) pretty interesting to see Bench, what are your kind of final notes
1: i'm kind of excited that you get to choose your own variant for your skins so rather than having to like like grind your skin out to get to the higher level ones you could just pick the one that you like because you know (laughs) cosmetics are everything that i'm about (laughs) but yeah that's that's
0: basically it (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Sarah?
4: I really, really like the updates to Deathmatch, personally. It felt, you know, too quick sometimes before. I think people really relied on the minimap and the radar to help them you know, basically steamroll people and just get to 30. So they've increased the time limit from 6 minutes to 9 minutes. They have increased the maximum kills to 40 instead of 30. Um, So when you spawn, you see the radar, but otherwise it doesn't ping, obviously, until you die again. And then you get 900 XP instead of 500. Um, Any Valorant devs that may be listening, I think the top person, the first place winner... Should get more XP. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> that is that is quite a feat. I've done it once personally, like actually gotten to 30. Otherwise, I think I've gotten it a couple times, like not quite to 30, but with the time limit. So, yeah. Also, Give us a bone.
5: <laughs> an amazing thing that comes from this patch for Deathmatch is that when you get a kill, your gun automatically reloads for you. So you no longer have to go run over the... The little plus sign that spawns whenever you kill a person. Yeah. You actually get nice. to have a full clip on the next encounter you get. Yeah. And then just to up and it from 10 to 14 players. Uh, before in death matches before I used to just run around for sometimes like a minute not seeing anybody just because yeah. they're spawning on the other side and like just and people leave in the middle of the match so it's it was kind of like a toss up of whether or not I would actually be able to like warm up properly.
0: Yep, yep. I think that's that's a really good point. I mean, they listen to the community when it came to people asking, hey, we need, you know, we use Deathmatch in order to warm up. A lot of people, they just play Deathmatch, and then it's boom, right in a comp immediately, no unrated games because, you know, you're warmed up, let's go. Uh, and so I think, yeah, that's, that's huge. Um, bravo. I'm going to call that out. True.
5: And now please let us get into deathmatch in queue. It'll be amazing.
4: That would be awesome.
5: I agree.
1: Can I just say, uh, can we please have a real gun game?
4: <laughs> like an actual, yeah.
1: Because, I mean, I think it's super fun. Like, I think it's absolutely ridiculous the way we do it now, but I think it'd be a lot of fun to, act, to have it in-game.
4: Do we want to run that down for the listeners? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we can. Well, I- Absolutely.
4: All right. Yeah. So, so we've been playing gun game um, you know, our group of friends, whether like in an actual deathmatch or like a custom deathmatch, but so you start with your classic obviously and, you know, warm up doesn't count. So, as soon as you get a kill, uh you can go up to the next gun, right? So, the problem is you have to die first, right, to get a new gun for the most part. And so Oh, gosh. Okay, so if you get a kill, then you run around with your knife out. If you get a knife kill, you move up two guns. So it's a little bit of a bonus. But you go through all the pistols and then all the... What are they called? SMGs? SMGs. Mm
5: -hmm. Then you go through all
4: the SMGs and then the shotguns and so on and so forth. So you just basically go down each row in order uh, and see who gets the farthest. It's a lot of fun very hard very challenging it makes you play with guns that you're not used to playing with and I think that helps a lot like say you're in a game and you you know you're running around with just a pistol and you need like a real gun um, you know or a different gun say you're not comfortable with like a rifle or something you can you know maybe get a little more practice with it
0: yep agreed agreed and we've had a lot of fun playing gun game it's been kind of hilarious running around with a shorty trying to you know trying to pop somebody (laughs)
4: I mean for that you like literally have to run into somebody. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who's like happened to be dinked one time. (laughs) You know,
1: honestly it's a it the way the way we play gun game right now is is such a good warm-up because I have started using save rounds to buy like ghost and light shield and I'll come out with like a full Phantom or Vandal sometimes, which is really rad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, one of the Things that has stuck out to me the most and this is so random right this is a total quality of life thing but for me it's important is that uh, in world pings are now team colored for observers that's really that's really kind of cool because now you can and I know this is totally ridiculous but the fact that they're focusing on observers being able to like spectate matches more effectively it just it, it just means more you can stream games like you know, sometimes I'll hop out if if we've got a custom lobby going and, you know, <clears throat> just sit there and observe. And it's it's so cool that, you know, they're taking that seriously. Like in the last patch, they added uh, new flash indicators. So when you're observing somebody, it would just have like a countdown timer, you know, so you could see that they were flashed, but it didn't like actually flash the observer, which I so appreciate. <laughs> um, because let me tell you what, it's really not fun observing people and then just getting flashed. And you're like, cool. my can't say anything. I don't understand what's happening uh and so they actually added some new art to that for the flash indicator, which I thought was you know kind of hilarious uh and then the last thing for me <laughs> is that I used to get stuck trying to leave uh the vent like going up vent ropes from a tower, like you know a heaven, I would have so many issues trying to get down those ropes like sometimes I would just get stuck on the ropes for like no apparent reason. I was like i I can't move, I'm stuck that actually they did address that they said yeah you can't get stuck any longer in those uh vent ropes now trying to go to uh a heaven on split, so that's that is very nice Thank very God. Ni- yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah that was so obnoxious you know you would be like the last player standing or something and you're trying to go through a fence and you just thunk to the floor you know mm-hmm.
0: yep you don't grab- great now
4: they know exactly where i am <laughs>
0: My issue Euclid.
4: is
1: I'd attach and then like try to go down but it wouldn't go down or I'd go down halfway and then back up.
0: Just <laughs> let me go! <laughs> so we're getting ready to wrap up uh, our Valorant segment, kind of catching up on the patch notes and Act 3. I know we have a new agent coming out, her name is Sky. we've seen all the ability videos, we've seen the preview videos from Riot. Uh, this looks like a lot of fun, I mean we haven't even been able to touch on this, this would normally be huge news but because of the map, because of the new patch, uh, we just haven't even touched on it. We are going to come back and we're going to talk about Sky certainly next week. But what do we want to talk about real quick? 30 seconds on this new agent and <laughs> your initial thoughts with her kits. Uh, Bravo, you want to go?
5: So for me, it's probably not a character I'm going to go for right off the bat. Uh, it's very much a team like setup. Well, I'm very much a entry fragger, but in the grand scheme of things, her team setups are amazing in which, with her abilities, she cannot herself follow up on them, but it's very well off for her teammates, where if they follow her Flash or her Fox, they can, in turn, win a gunfight like that.
0: Yep, I agree. I think she's got some really interesting abilities that she can use uh, i know when valorant first came out they really kind of harped on the fact that every agent was going to have something that they would focus on you know like brimstone would be the absolute best at smoking you know omen would be very good at at smoking and lurking you know ability to kind of like do both of those things but but still kind of focused on one sort of aspect like lurk you know for me it, it the big thing with her is that, you're right, she can't necessarily follow up with her abilities, but, my gosh, she can definitely set up a team with a Flash, with a, a Wolf. Uh, it's just, it's, it's pretty interesting. Sarah, what are your thoughts so far?
4: Um, I'm excited to play her. I think she's an interesting mixture of a few different agents, like their uh, different abilities. Yeah, I think it'll just be fun to have something new for people to play. I, I always find it challenging yet rewarding to figure out how to play against a new agent. Uh yeah, I think I touched on this last time. Like I hated when Reyna came out because she was so tough to play against. But like now you kind of know all the tricks. Uh it's just kinda like omens doing omen things. You know, you just kinda <laughs> roll with the punches and learn, you know, you hear a TP, it's probably a fake, you know, or they're in their smoke, you know, whatever. So I think I think it'll be fun to learn how other people play her. I don't I agree. I don't think she's an agent for me. But I would like to try her out, see how it works.
0: Yep, makes sense. I, I do think she would be an agent for me, but but we'll have to see. I don't know. I like <laughs> sage thoughts. things. I know. I like to sage things, but she also has a heal too, and that's the. You yeah, have enough for <laughs> herself. You can't heal yourself anymore. I, mean... I know, but I like to think I'm a person when I play Valorant. I never kill steel. Okay, never. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that had never happened. Faces, Right.
0: That's <laughs> I... true. <laughs> this guy oh my gosh
1: so while we were recording discord decided to freak out and modulate my voice i promise i didn't do it on purpose it's just weird discord things i i honestly think that i would have a lot of fun with her like i play i play reyna not necessarily as an entry fragger but kind of as like a setup for my team so being able to flash and use that ability or to be able to fox out and kind of scout for my teammates would be really beneficial i i'll, I'll admit it i have stolen an ace <laughs> at least once
4: same <laughs> it happens if it does happen
5: there's still a couple of mine <laughs>
4: but uh, the the one that i stole just a side note the one that i stole there was not a call out until right as i was shooting okay oh this my, one that true. fish stole we were all like let him base let him ace. Let him no. have it
1: let him have it mm-hmm. let him have it
4: no so listen we called it early no no. <laughs> no
0: no no no. you don't get to so explain listen. this way oh boy no, so listen <laughs> Want to see this clip because I already know this is going to get clipped on my channel and I'm going to be clowned on forever and ever. Amen. Go find yeah. us on Twitter. <laughs> Tramplegaming is it Tramplegaming? No. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> see, I know. <laughs> oh
4: my God. Of course,
0: you know if you have community clips of you kill ceiling somebody or actually clutching an name go for it. uh Join our Discord. Just discord.trample.gg. Drop those in our community clips channel we've got a couple in there that were pretty nutty so check that out thank you guys so much for joining us Uh, bravo sarah appreciate it as always until next week i I think we're going to be right back right we're going to be doing this again talking about valorant i would imagine just because there's so much new content coming out so thank you guys appreciate it we will catch you on the flip side yeah thanks guys you're welcome Thanks for joining us for another episode of Keybinds, the official podcast for Tremple Gaming. And you know we always wrap this show up with what we've been listening to, what we've been watching, and the games that we've been playing. So I'll go first if that's all right, Bench? By all means. All right. So, what have I been listening to? Well, the new Trippy Red, his new album Pegasus is going to be dropping very soon. Uh, new Benny the Butcher, go check him out. Very dope rapper. And then, of course, in the metal world, I've been listening to the latest from Venom Prison, one of my favorite female-fronted metal acts for sure. And then, of course, lots of Van Halen. Rest in peace, to Eddie Van Halen. Way too young to be passing, but what an incredible artist. And you got to love Van Halen. It's just classic. It's great. It doesn't matter. It's, it's one of those things to me that it's just timeless. So definitely crank up to Van Halen. How about yourself, Finch?
1: Let's see. Over the past few weeks I created a playlist of a lot of hardcore and metalcore bands playing pop songs. So it's a ton of fun. Check it out on our blog at trample.gg/news.
0: That's awesome.
1: What have you uh what have you been watching recently?
0: So I've been trying to catch up on Dark Side of the Ring, which is this awesome documentary series on Vice uh, of course it's about wrestlers uh, and kind of covers new topics every season. Last season was <laughs> very interesting, very uh tough topics, some of them that they covered. So I've been kinda of catching up on that. And of course they just announced uh, the new topics that they'll have for the new season that are coming out. So you know, it's 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 one of those shows that it's even if you're not really into wrestling, it's still one of those kind of documentary series you can just sit down and watch and, and get into. How about yourself, Bench? What are you watching these days?
1: Yeah, okay. So it's spooky season. So I've been trying to dive into some like spooky shows and movies uh netflix released the continuation of the haunting of hill house called the haunting of bly manor so um definitely check them out they're both really really good but okay you mentioned vice documentaries i love the stuff that comes out from vice they are shot really well and like they aren't boring like the traditional documentaries Uh, it doesn't matter what the documentary or the docuseries is about Uh, they do a great job over there at vice
0: yep that is absolutely a fact. I agree. I love Vice documentaries. (laughs) So what have you been playing? I'll let you go first because I'm boring. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, I'm sure that you're going to say the exact same things because we've been playing a lot of games together. But uh, Valorant, of course, uh, I I jumped into this act pretty late, so I've been trying to grind as much of the battle pass as possible uh, before the flip. Um, And other than that, outside of that, I've been playing a lot of Hades. That game has consumed my soul. Um I'm talking I've probably put 30 to 40 hours in over the past week alone. So I mean it's a part-time job there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Should be getting paid for it. Uh what about you? What have you been playing?
0: Well, I, I mean, you kind of nailed it. Certainly Valorant. We've been grinding a lot. We've been playing a lot of comp, which has been a lot of fun. Finally made it to to bronze 3 again. Very hyped about that. So uh you know we'll see what happens with the new act but certainly also playing rifles of aether playing smash ultimate those have been kind of my my mainstays at this point and of course still playing around with tft on the phone because it's so good on the phone if if you've not had a chance definitely check out teamfight tactics uh it's the new set is really fun lots of characters steep learning curve but it's definitely worth it to get into it
1: that's fantastic uh i I'm actually kind of excited to see how Steve plays out in Ultimate. That's that's this week, right?
0: Yeah, that is this week. Actually, by the time this podcast drops, that he should be live. So we'll be seeing if <laughs> he'll be used in any kind of competitive play. We've already seen his uh, kit. We know exactly what he's going to be capable of doing, the way that his mining mechanic works, and the block mechanics. So this is going to be an interesting week for Smash to see if anybody breaks him out for the tournament of Bee's Infinite Hobbies. So. I don't know we'll we'll just uh we'll have to wait and see. there's always somebody who's willing to break out one of the new dlc characters in bracket, and you're just like, man, really, is that actually happening right now uh <laughs> like when min min came out like I forget who played min min, but it was just like, oh, for real, you know like this is <laughs> this is ridiculous, but either way, yes, yeah, Steven smash is gonna be a lot of fun, so yeah we'll definitely be enjoying that i'd like to
1: uh I'd like to personally see k d h d drop steve in uh in bracket if that's possible if you if you're listening KDHD, please play steve this weekend
0: oh my god i would not wish that upon anybody but uh (laughs) i take what if he if he gets matched up with me early which won't happen he might have to break that out and uh show me what's what Well, Pinch, thank you so much for your time and and doing this podcast again. We'll be back next week. New episode drops every Wednesday, and we're doing this thing regularly. I I, kind of can't believe you got me back into it, but I'm really enjoying it. We've been having great conversations with a lot of different folks, and it's been a lot of fun, so I, I cannot wait until next week. I have no idea what we're talking about next, but it's guaranteed to be interesting. Hey, take it easy you take it easy as well catch you guys next week next wednesday and of course stay tuned to trample.gg for all the updates and of course if you want to catch our streams live during the week it's just trample.gg slash streams have a great week catch you guys next week
4: Yo, new new map
1: hype. We got Icebox coming out. It's like multi leveled, indoor and outdoor. It's like Killjoy playground. It's fantastic. I love it.
5: I think it is good. Like a Jet Omen race. Uh, fun time.
1: Oh, Jet'll be absolutely fun if you know how to play her. I'm trash with her, so I
5: can't do it. I cannot do it either. It's not my place, though.
0: So. No. No, no, no. I ha you know, I have to admit I haven't seen a lot of people using the verticality elements of it quite yet i've seen some of it but you know small sample pool size
5: of how many games we've played in my match uh, a raise was bouncing up on the double stack containers on b site and no one expected it on my team because no one expects people to actually go vertically now right right very interesting
0: we got to dive right in. So, I guess, uh, Sarah, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Why me? Oh, <laughs> fuck.
5: Ah.
0: All right.
4: I wasn't ready. Okay. okay, so where do you want me to start, though? Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, did you say it? I wasn't listening. I was expecting <laughs> to tell Bravo to go first.
1: <laughs> Holy oh, shit. My- this is why I had such a hard time editing Sarah last time.
4: Well, okay, okay, ready and cut there. Okay, cut. Fuck. What did you say in the intro? Oh my god.
0: Okay, I'm just gonna. St- I'm just gonna start over with. Oh problems. my god,
4: Can you just go a promo first, please?
0: I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna start us over. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Now I'm nervous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this
1: is the this is the behind the scenes shit that you that nobody gets to hear. I love it.